This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, from the Holy Grail Banks. Boy, do we have a nice crowd here tonight. At least the front part of it is jammed. Back part up there, you can fire a shot, got hit anybody. But we're happy to be here. We're glad you're here. We see some folks that still might be a little bit under the weather from what transpired on New Year's Eve. But we'll cut you some slack there. Everybody is dining on the fine cuisine here at Holy Grail Banks. Bill Reinberger and his staff are eating like they're going to the electric chair. And we are thrilled to be with you for our first show after 2018 becomes 2019. Nice to see Rob Butcher here and Joe Zerahusen. I mean, we've got a cast of star-studded characters Big leaguers. And that voice you hear in the background is none other than, of course, Everyday Jim Day. How are we doing? Happy New Year, everyone. Turn the page to 2019. Better days, we hope, are ahead for the Reds, so ready to rock and roll. Have you, thank you very much. Have you made a mistake yet in writing a check and write 2018? Does that happen? I have not. I don't write many checks anymore. They got these electronic transactions they do? nowadays. Yeah, they do. Not aware of that. Um, Learn something so, new every But day. I'm sure that I will. It'll take like three or four months where you start writing in 18. and then. Heck, I've written in 17 a few times. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. Uh, we invite those listening to us tonight, and we're on uh, 1360 Radio tonight. Mike Mills is our producer here. Nice to have Mike with us. If you have a call and a question or a comment you want to make relative to the Reds or to Big League Baseball or whatever the case might be, 749-1360 is the number that you can dial us up inside the 513 area code or outside. We're welcome to have callers from wherever you might be on this rather chilly Wednesday night in Cincinnati, Ohio. What's up? Not a whole lot. What's this rumor that I hear that you were up till 4 a.m.? Um, the old boy can still get it done, big boy. <laughs> if ever I had a doubt in my mind, I found it out. Now, this was pre-New Year's Eve. Uh, our good friend Bob Kavoyan and his wife Becky have a big party. Another big leaguer. At their estate in Indianapolis, he is a big leaguer. Mm-hmm. Uh, every uh, December the 30th, and we went up to that party, and I looked up, and everybody was gone except Amanda and me and uh Bob and his wife and uh, three or four other people, and we sat around for an hour and a half uh, imbibing and talking and (laughs) looked at my watch, and it was 4 a.m., and I said, it's time to shut her down. Normally, you'd have it shut down for hours before 4 a.m. I am impressed. My normal schedule would have had me shutting it down about five and a half hours before that. 4 a.m., though, that is big. And celebrating my birthday. Yes, I, that's part of the w- reason without, why. Without me. Well, that's part of the reason why I stayed up so late, to celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up at 10.30, and I feel like a million dollars. So the next I day, mean, no problem. No headache, no nothing. How about now. Marty? Could still get it done. Well, every now and then, you got to answer the bell. How about Marty? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the 18 calendar year is over. We begin a new one. As Jim said a moment ago, we certainly all hope that 
uh, from a Reds baseball perspective, it's going to be a, a more memorable season uh, when the 8-19 season gets underway at Great American Ballpark. But a lot of things will go on between now and then. Uh, most notably, uh, the Reds caravan is the next big event that comes up. Uh, and for me, it's one of the highlights of the entire year. I'm, I'm a big fan of the caravan. It'll be running from 17 through 20 this month. Uh, North Tour, South Tour, East Tour, and West Tour, and which one are you going on? I don't know if that's been released publicly yet. Well, I don't mind saying where I'm going on the South Tour. I'm going so West. You, you go ahead and sit on Joe Z, No, Joe Z has given me, he's the, you know, the voice of uh, God has given me clearance. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're seeking guidance and clearance from him? He's, well, you know, he's our spiritual leader here on the Reds Radio Network. Is it okay, Joe, if we talk a little bit about it? Huh? Rob, you have a problem with it? We talk a little bit. All right. Yeah, I'm going go. west. You are. Let me tell you, let me tell folks where you're going. All right. You're Europe. going on Thursday, January 17th at Stoops Automotive. That's always one of the great stops. Yes. Uh, the home of Ball State University yep. in Muncie, Indiana. On Friday, the 18th in Evansville, Indiana at Eastland Mall. On Saturday, the 19th at uh, Castleton Square in Indianapolis. And then, of course, uh, is the big finale, which will be over at Florence Mall uh, on Sunday, January the 20th. So that's going to be. We allowed to say who's in our group? No, not allowed to say that. All right. I heard there's a big name in our group. I'll just say that. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Pardon me? A no. big name on your group? That's, that's what I hear. Rumors. Yeah. That's what I hear. Well, well, stay tuned. If history that's has, a tease. If history has anything to say about this, you need a big name. <laughs> hey, I, I hate to tell you that. I, I, no, I agree with you. I'm very self-aware. It's all right. Well, that's good. It's good. And then on the, uh, the let's see, the West Tour, then the East Tour, Thursday, January 17th in Athens, Ohio. That's always one of the better mm -hmm. stops. At, uh, they turn at, Tom Brenneman loose on I, the, I don't know in what, Athens? Well, I don't, I don't know if the Tom Brenneman's on that East group or if not. If he is, though, he's big well, in Athens, and, as and, you and know. That, and that's a bunch of outlaws on that group. Uh, they'll be at Athens <laughs> Community Center, Friday, January 18th, Charleston, West Virginia, Charleston Town Center, Saturday the 19th, Parkersburg, Vienna, West Virginia, and Sunday, January 20th, again, the Florence Mall finale. The South Tour, which is the one I'll be a part of. That's a good tour. There's some good stops. There are great stops. Thursday will be in uh, Louisville Slugger Field. Uh, on Thursday the 17th, on Friday the 18th, and uh, Cool Springs Galleria in the great city of Nashville, yeah, Tennessee. You get a night in Nashville on I the know. South Door. I'll be in bed early. I know. Well, I know. On January 19th at the Greenwood Mall in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Those folks listening down there to us, mark that date down, January 19th, Bowling Green, and then uh, Sunday, of course, at Florence. The North Tour, uh, Columbus, Ohio, starts that one off on January the 17th at the Polaris Fashion Place, uh, the 18th in Lima, Ohio at the Apollo Career Center, Saturday, January 19th in Dayton at the National Museum uh, of the U.S. Air Force, which is a really cool place, mm -hmm. and also Hamilton, Ohio at the Parish Auditorium, followed by the Florence Mall uh, finish on Sunday. So there are the stops, uh, and in between those stops are radio stations, uh, and things of that ilk. But they are the big stops on each yep. of the four uh, tour buses that will 
leave from right across the street outside the Reds Hall of Fame and the Reds uh, team shop uh, on the uh, morning of Thursday, January the 17th. You like the caravan? I do because it's a grassroots uh, movement. It's, uh, it's a lot of camaraderie on the bus. Uh, if we had entertainment as far as a, a live camera or mic on the bus, we all would probably be in trouble, but there's a lot of camaraderie. Oh, you speak for yourself there. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. All I know is All that, I do is sit no, back and no, listen. No, no, no. No. What, what I've heard of your group, when there's a new member on your group, they are shocked at what is discussed. <laughs> there's like Marty on the air and Marty off the air. And you know, it is culture shock from well, what I hear. There's a, but culture is a key word. Yeah. Because they are more cultured when they get off that bus than they are when well, they get Well, it was on. like when I first met you. I the uh, same thing. I'm reminded shocked. last year of Taylor Trammell, who is as classy a young man. He is a great young man. And before that bus hit the city limits, we had his eyes spinning like a dial telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was tough. Uh, we need your help tonight. Yeah. Uh, throw it. Last week we talked about the trade and what you thought of that. If you have comments and you were unable to get through to us last week uh, in discussing the big trade the Reds pulled off with the L.A. Dodgers a few weeks ago, and I, I think all of us uh, expect that there will be more forthcoming from Dick Williams uh, and, and the baseball operations. And uh, so if you've got something to talk about along those lines, that's good for us. We're happy to Lay discuss Lay that number it. on them again. 749-1360. Area code 513. You're listening to the Reds Hall Hot Stove League, live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and UDF. We'll be back. The Holy Grail Tavern and Grill and Bud Light are proud sponsors of the Hot Stove League. Join us at the Holy Grail to cheer on your favorite college team. Every UC, XU, UK, and OSU game, you can enjoy a bucket of five ice-cold Bud Lights at the Holy Grail at the Banks, located next to Great American Ballpark. Join us for all the Cincinnati Cyclones home games and watch every play in high def on our 80-inch HD TVs. The Holy Grail and Bud Light. Your search is over. Sign up now for the 6th Annual St. Elizabeth Healthcare, a night of their own. It's on May 30th coming up this season at Great American Ballpark. Women 21 and over will get the opportunity to play like the pros on the field and learn all aspects of the game from Reds coaches and broadcasters. Tickets are available now at reds.com baseball 101. We are live at the Holy Grail Banks. It is the Reds Hot Stove League presented by Budweiser and UDF here on the Reds Radio Network. Glad that you uh, will give us a listen tonight alongside the Hall of Famer Marty Brittiman. I'm Jim Day, and we have some people standing by let's on the live mic and on the phone. Let, so let's we, get to we're it. We're going to ask Greg and Madeira to stand by on the telephone while we take these young men. What is your name and what is your question? My name is Noah Sennard. Noah, nice to see you. Happy New Year, young man. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, my I hope I have a good one, too. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, my question is, with the Reds' recent trade, how is their starting pitching going to be this year? Jim? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just shoveled off to me. <laughs> There's only one way to go up, and that's to get better because it was, you know, that was obviously the sore spot last year. Trading for Alex Wood really helps. Uh, the Reds hope that he returns the form of two years ago. He's a left-handed starter, which they didn't have before in the mix. 
And the trade for Tanner Roark is a guy that is an innings eater and has, um, has a good track record as far as just giving stability to the rotation. If a guy like Luis Castillo and Anthony DiScofani could stay healthy and return to his form and have one or two other guys step up, it could be much, much improved. And if it is, they've proven they have the offense to compete, and it'll be a much better season. So I think it's going to be, at this point, much, much better. And who knows? We've got a lot of the offseason to go. They might not be done yet. Okay. Noah, good job, my man. You got another question? No. Well, feel free. I mean, you know, we sit here and chat for 15 or You can ask anything because Marty will just shovel it off to me. Yeah, so. uh, <laughs> no, I don't have okay, anything pal. off the top of my mind. You asked a good question, though. Thank you nice very much. Nice job. Thanks, Noah. Question was better than the answer. Yes, sir. What uh, is your name? Braden Lights. Spell your first name. B-R-A-D-E-N. Braden. Okay, go for it, my man. With the loss of Billy Hamilton, how is their outfield going to be? Marty? That's a $64 question. I don't mind answering that question. <laughs> uh, obviously, they picked up Yasiel Puig and, and uh, uh, Matt Kemp from the Dodgers. And they, are the, they, they certainly are going to figure prominently in the outfield situation. Uh, right now, it would seem to me that Puig is going to be the center fielder unless they do something between now and, and the beginning of the year to bring in a, a, a legitimate center fielder. And then you've got, uh, you know, Jesse Winker, who I think will start uh, probably in left field on opening day. And, and you've got Scott Shebler, who also figures in that mix. Um, I, I think, you know, if Puig is a guy that plays center field, then that's going to be a situation that everybody is going to have to live with. I don't, I don't think he's coming in here uh, if he does play center with the idea that he's going to make people forget about Billy Hamilton because I don't think anybody from a defensive standpoint can, uh, can make every, the Reds fans forget about Billy Hamilton. He's the best defensive center fielder I've ever seen. Uh, and if Puig can produce offensively like I think we all feel like he can, especially playing in this ballpark, uh, whatever shortcomings he might have in center field, I think we'll learn to live with that. Um, I, 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 to be dead honest, when Jesse Winker went down for the rest of the year last year, uh, it was a much, much bigger loss than I had personally ever anticipated. And I have re renewed respect for Jesse Winker and what he can mean to a ball club in being in the lineup every day and doing what he does best, and that's to hit. And so I, I think, uh, you know, there could be some things that happen, but, but if there aren't, then we'll live with the outfield, and I think it'll be an outfield that from an offensive standpoint will certainly produce. Uh, don't know that it will be anywhere near what we're used to watching. You know, you had Adam Duvall in the left field, uh, who was outstanding. Uh, you had Billy in center, who is always outstanding, and, and I don't think that's going to happen. You're not going to see that uh, with this group of people. But from an offensive standpoint, these guys are going to uh, produce hits and home runs and drive in runs. Good job, Braden. Thank you, buddy. Nice question. Now, 749-1360, don't be a stranger. Give us a call. We're hurting. Let's go uh, to Madeira. And, Greg, you are on the Hot Stove League. Thanks a lot for waiting. Hey, no problem. How are you guys doing today? We're doing all right. We hope you are. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm very happy right now since we made that trade and all that. And, you know, we make this even better. I mean, Dallas Keuchel. It just makes all the sense, you know. We're putting all of our cards in this year. I mean, I know he's commanding a lot of money probably, but, man, we just got to get someone like him or Corey Kluber. But with Dallas Keuchel, you wouldn't have to get rid of anybody. 
to me, it just makes all the sense in the world considering the fact he's one of the best ground ball pitchers in the league. It all, all depends on the amount of years. Yep. Uh, it's Right now, the market has slowed down again like last year, and we're waiting for the dominoes to fall And until Machado and Bryce Harper and even Keiko decides where he's going to go. We're going to see the market be what it is, and everyone's waiting to see uh, what the terms are. And clubs are reluctant, particularly with starting pitchers now and a guy that's a um, little more up in age to go you know, five to seven years on deals. And that's what guys like Keiko want. So it's going to be about the years, not necessarily about the money. Um, could they use Dallas Keiko? Of course. Um, but we're talking about probably the best pitcher left on the market now. So uh, we'll see. I'm sure the Reds are trying. Uh, whether they can pull that off, I don't know. To get a guy like Corey Kluber would take a lot. Um, they've done a lot of work to rebuild their minor league system. Do you want to give up big chunks of that for a guy like um, Corey Kluber? That's uh, that's why those guys uh, make the money they do and have the jobs that they do. It's above my pay scale for sure. And we'll just have to see. Greg, is there another pitcher that's still out there that you'd be satisfied with behind besides Keuchel? I'm glad you brought that up. Another guy I'm surprised I haven't heard of was Gio Gonzalez. Who's another great pitcher who was with the Brewers last year, did very well under the pitching coaches, now with the Reds. I don't know who's that happened in the past time. And why aren't people really going after him? I know he's up there at 32, but still, why aren't people talking to him? Talking about Wade Miley? No, it's talking about Gio, Gio Gonzalez. I'm sure they are going after him, but again, you got it's like a domino system. You wait for the big guys to go um, when you're a pitcher like that. And. You know, Gio Gonzalez is going to be a guy that I'm sure is going to sign after Dallas Keuchel. I mean, that's just the way it is. I would be surprised if it's otherwise. Um, another innings eater right there, and you mentioned it, Derek Johnson coming from the Brewers and Gonzalez pitching there at the end of the last year. Uh, there's a relationship there. There's also a relationship with a guy like Wade Miley who had a resurgence under Derek Johnson. I'm sure the Reds have, are kicking the tires on that, so – they say that they're not done as far as maybe free agents or a trade. I'm going to take them at their word for that, and I'm sure they are trying like heck to do whatever they can to improve the ball club, and if it includes adding another starting pitcher, then great. Jeff, uh, Greg, rather, we're about yep. done with you. We appreciate uh, the appreciate questions. It, uh, we appreciate the insight. And five or so minutes from now, if you've got another question, by all means, dial us up because I can promise you, as sure as I'm sitting in this chair, you ain't going to have any problem getting in. I have a lot of questions for you, should we not have any callers. All right, well, that's fine. I'm good for that. Right. Hey, Greg, uh, have a happy New Year, pal. Nice talking with you. The Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser, proud sponsors of the Reds Hot Stove League. Grab your buds for our next show next Wednesday, January 9th with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets at the Holy Grail Bank, Cincinnati's home for sports. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back at the Holy Grail Banks. Everybody having a wonderful time here tonight. We are beginning the 2019 year with a blast tonight. Sign up your son or daughter for the coolest club in all of Reds country for only 30 bucks your child can become a Reds Heads Kids Club member and get an exclusive backpack, jersey, Joey Votto bobblehead, free Reds tickets, members-only experiences, and more. Purchase now at Reds.com slash Kids Club, 749-1360. Dial us up. 
We have a caller standing by and waiting from Reading. Dave, you are on the air. Dave? Dave, it sounds like you're talking through a tin can, man. We can't hear you. Hello, Dave. Dave, why don't you hang up and dial again? Because you're either gone or we, we cannot hear you at all. Let's go to the live mic. Huh? He did. He dropped on. Good luck to you, Dave. We have the live mic people standing by here. Do we not? Come on, Dave. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? And your name? It's Hope. 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 That's the thing that we have working right now, darling. Yes, sir. We have hope for a lot of things. Okay. So my question is, what do you think is the best route for Nick? Senzel to get to the opening day roster. You, it's amazing that you asked that question <laughs> because know, right? I'm going to have Jim Day tell you exactly what he told me during the commercial break. <laughs> Jim, the floor is yours. I am a proponent if he is ready to play at the major league level, which they say he is, to find him a spot because you only have players under control for so long. And if he's ready and he's been working out in the outfield, if he could even remotely handle center field, I would put him in center field. That's just me. I know you got a crowded outfield. You've now traded for Puig and Kemp. You have Winker, who you want to play every day, and you also have Scott Shebler. Can Puig play center? Probably. He's a good athlete. Certainly in this ballpark, a small outfield he can. Um, but I'm a proponent of getting Sinzel on the field. And right now, second base is clogged, third base is clogged. Center field, there's an opening. If he can handle it, I put him there. But that's just me. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Hope. <laughs> All right, now let me, let me follow that up and ask you a question. Uh, if, if, if they decided that Senzel was going to be the guy, mm -hmm. who plays left and who plays right? I now, would that's, that's if, if you're I going know. with the same people that they have right now. Well, there you, you have a, a good problem to have because you've got too many people for f too few positions. But Puig is a dynamic right fielder. One of the best arms in the game. Um, I would put him there. Um, Winker, if you want him to play every day, is going to be in left. And there again, you have a, a good problem to have because you have Matt Kemp and Scott Shebler, two major league players. So I don't know. Would you move one of them? Um, is there going to be a position that's open in the infield? I don't know. There's still a lot of the offseason to go. Um, I'm just a proponent of your top prospect. If he's ready to find him a place, I think it does no good for Nick Senzel to play in AAA this season if he is healthy and ready to go. But you made the point also that uh, um, Puig has a better chance of, of doing a better job playing center field in this ballpark. Yeah, no, I, I, no question. It's just a smaller ballpark. There's right. less ground to cover. Um, it's just easier on outfielders to play in a smaller outfield, although he's – you know, he's a pretty good runner um, and is a good defender. So could he handle big ballparks as well? I, I think he could. It's going to be a learning curve. But I, I, I would want him where he's more comfortable in right field and just concentrate on mashing. Right. We have a question here. Hey, my name is uh, Jeremy. Yes, and My question is, is uh, with the acquisitions of veterans like Roark and Kemp and a big personality like Puig, how do you think that will affect team chemistry? I think it I think it'll, it'll affect team chemistry in a very positive way. Uh, you know, I think the first thought that would come to the minds of a lot of people is, you know, what kind of person is Yasiel Puig going to bring 
uh, to this ball club. I think Yasiel Puig has matured an awful lot, or at least that's what you hear. Uh, he was, uh, he was uh, apparently a good citizen uh, for most, if not all, of the 2018 season with the Dodgers. Uh, there are going to be things that probably uh, he does. It will provoke players from other clubs. He likes to flip that bat after a home run. He likes to flip it when he thinks he's got one, and he ends up not having one. But I think there are certain things you have to, to live. Jim and I live with. I, Jim and I were talking during the commercial break. I, I, I shudder to think the kind of numbers that guy could put up playing 81 games in this ballpark. And it's particularly in a contract year. Absolutely right. Uh, and and for that uh, matter, the same thing could be said for Matt Kemp. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he's also not a gold glover, but the guy has proven that he can mm -hmm. still drive the ball and drive and runs even at, what, 34 years old or whatever the heck he is. So uh, I think uh, guys like Tanner Roark uh, will, uh, and Alex Wood will bring an awful lot. They're exactly, as far as I'm concerned, what this team needed to go out and get, and that's two veteran pitchers who have good track records of health and have had success with other ball clubs all they can do is bring a, a positive air to what will be, unless they make another trade for a veteran pitcher, a youthful other three, whoever they may be. So I, I don't I think it's a good thing. Well, I mean, people outside of, you know, say that he's going to disrupt chemistry. Uh, Puig, he did all of disrupting back to back pennants for the Dodgers. So he really disrupted that chemistry. To me, I, you've been in clubhouses much longer than me. Winning breeds chemistry. I don't care what personalities you have in there. If you are winning games, you have good chemistry in the clubhouse. So it's all about wins. You can throw out everything else. He's Jim Day. I'm Marty Brenneman. We thank you folks here for posing those questions to us. And uh, we'll be back with more of the Hot Stove League from the Holy Grail Banks in a moment. And we're back. Jim Day and I back here at the Holy Grail Banks for the final 15 or less minutes on this Wednesday night edition of Hot Stove League. A reminder for... Folks down in uh, Portsmouth and Moorhead and Ironton, Huntington, et cetera, Ashland, Kentucky, uh, the Eastern Region Reds Hall of Fame charter chapter event coming up on Saturday, February the 2nd, uh, time from 4 to 6 p.m. at Park Place on Central Avenue in Ashland. Uh, it'll be the first ever Eastern Regional chapter event, uh, recognizing all those folks from those communities that I mentioned a moment ago, they are joining forces to host this special event in Ashland. I'll be there along with uh, former Reds great left fielder George Foster. Tickets are $25, can be purchased by the chapter leaders or by calling Sherry Rowland at 513-765-7926 or Luke Schaefer at 513-765-7925 at the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum. And keep this in mind, it's a Red Hall of Fame and Museum member-only event. Tickets are limited. If you're not a member of the Reds Hall of Fame, then uh, you'll be on the outside looking in. And if you want to join, uh, give Sherry Rowland a call at the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum, and she'll lock you in. Jim? We have the phone lines lit up to talk to one Martin Brenneman. Let's go to no, Covington. Ken standing by in Covington. What's on your mind, Ken? Hey, guys. Um, in 2010, the Reds brought up Mike Leake to start the season, and it cost him a year of playing time um, on the back end of control. Um, are you advocating, Jim, that the Reds do the same thing with Nick Senzel, uh, control, team control, league rules being what they are? Well, Leake, as you said, skipped right over the minor leagues, so it was a totally different situation. Yeah. Senzel, 
last year already went past the uh, the mark of, of getting an extra year of service and Super 2 status, et cetera. Um, so those two, those two situations are completely different. Uh, so if, if they keep Senzel in the minors for two weeks or three weeks, they gain a year of control. He'll be Super 2, but They did that last concern. year. Yeah, they did that last year. With Senzel, but he didn't yeah. appear in the majors, so his clock didn't start. Well, yeah, but I, if Nick Senzel can help, if he's your top prospect and, and yeah. can help this club. I, I think this I, team is, yeah, they've reached a point now where two weeks I don't think will make a whole lot no. of difference to them. No. If he's ready to play and he shows that coming out of spring training and he's healthy, I think he'll be on the opening day roster. Okay, thanks. Nice talking with you. The we live a, mic. A live mic, he said. Hi, hi uh, Marty and Jim. I t- mentioned earlier. My name's Greg, by the way. All right, Greg. I mentioned earlier to uh, Marty about a name, Jim. I'm going to put since you're on the spot tonight. Oh, great. Uh, how about Sonny Gray? Is that Sonny Gray? Is that would that be an option for the Reds? Because the pitching coach was his pitching coach at Vanderbilt. I don't yeah. know what his salary looks like, but I think that they need one more pitcher. I think in that rotation. We've uh, talked about Sonny Gray in the past weeks on this show. The fact that they've already they've got Wood and Roark, um, I think it they kind of backed at least from what you hear or read that they've kind of backed off of Sonny Gray because they've got middle of the rotation guys in in Wood and Roark, which Sonny Gray uh, would be. And you know, a lot many people will say, well, they got a lot of middle of the rotation guys. I understand that, but I'm not so sure that they would give up assets for Sonny Gray at this point because you're talking about, again, Wood and Roark already being uh, on the squad. It remains to be seen. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Is that good, Greg? Okay, pal. Uh, let's go to Middletown. Kay, thanks for waiting. You're on the air. I wanted to know how the Cowboy's doing after his surgery. Cowboy after his surgery. Oh, he, it's unbelievable. He, he's, uh, he's like now he's all of a sudden become like the bionic man. Uh, I'm not kidding you. He, he could not raise his right arm above his shoulder and uh, had surgery shortly after the season ended. Shoulder replacement. Yeah, surgery. that's what he had. And yeah. it's like having a knee replacement. He essentially had a shoulder replacement. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Take it I easy now. Right Take then. a big deep breath. And he can raise that baby all the way above his head. Um, he has very little discomfort at all. He's... Uh, adhered religiously to the rehab, and uh, it's, it's amazing what uh, they do out at Beacon, but they took care yeah. of him, and he's, uh, he's almost like a new man now, has no problems, and uh, his only desire, and God bless him for that, and that was to be able to throw batting practice to his young son, Mason, and by the time baseball begins in the spring, if not before, I'm sure Jeff will be able to do that. That's yep. great. Thank you, Marty. That's a very good Thanks, question, Jim. Kay. We That's a good question. Very, very much. We uh, we nobody, no more questions. I think we got one more right there. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy, you there? Good evening, fellas. Good evening, fellas. How's What's it going? What's up, Megan? Hey, not a lot. Just uh, listening to you guys, watching all UC basketball. I know. Very they're, nice. They're kicking butt and taking names right now, aren't they? Up uh, by A little slow start, but I think they'll be all right. What's on your mind? So I just had a quick question about the pitching, and then I have one uh, free agent I want to throw out there to you guys. That, uh, well, can can you hold on a second? Can you hold on a second? All the time you need. All right, we got to go to a break, and we'll take your questions when we come back. Thanks for 
holding, and uh, we'll return with uh, Jeremy and his questions here at the Holy Grail Banks on the Reds Hot Stove League. We're having a Marty party on the Reds Hot Stove League. Back live at the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and UDF. I am merely Jim Day. The Reds Hall of Fame and Museum presented by Densmore and the Moorline Logger House have teamed up for brunch, brews, and baseball. It's held Sundays from January 13th through March 10th. Begin the day at the Moorline Logger House for brunch and a flight of Moorline's award-winning beers and then head over to the ballpark for a tour that includes a stop in the Reds Clubhouse. Tickets are available now at redsmuseum.org. All right. We appreciate, Jeffrey, you waiting around uh, to... Uh, once again, pick up what your questions might be following the break, and uh, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Thanks for getting back to me. So yes, sir. The question, first question I have was just about the Reds pitching. I think uh, time's running out on guys like Cody Reed and Brandon Finnegan and Robert Stevenson, but guys like uh, Michael Lorenzen and uh, Amir Garrett and Rasiel Iglesias, who have pitched well as young pitchers, why can't the Reds develop any of those guys into starting pitchers? Well, I, you mentioned Michael Lorenzen. I think that's going to be one of the interesting stories that comes out of spring training, exactly what role uh, David Bell and, and uh, Derek Johnson have in store for Michael Lorenzen, who's made no bones about the fact he wants to start. Uh, we'll see how that whole thing plays out in spring training. And, and Iglesias, uh, I, I don't think there's any uh, role on this ball club for Rysel Iglesias other than the one that he has filled so well the last couple of years and that's uh, to be the closer. Uh, you've got a, a number of guys who certainly are going to be in line before him or before those, uh, the, some of the other guys that are going to try to be, uh, make up the rest of the rotation. Uh, I think Tyler Malley, he's my pick to click. I think this guy's going to put together a pretty good spring and be in the rotation when the season starts. I forgot to mention his name earlier. It would be interesting to see with the Glaciers, but they tried him as a starter earlier, right. and his body couldn't handle it. They deemed it. Uh, that his shoulder couldn't handle um, starting. But it'll be interesting to see if Iglesias is used in the Josh Hader role yep. that the Brewers use with Derek Johnson coming over, a guy pitching multiple innings, not necessarily the ninth, but the vital part of the game. Well, it'll be interesting to see if, if the Reds adopt that with a guy like um, or even Lorenzen uh, right. could handle that role. So we'll What's see your other question, out. Jeremy? The other question I had is uh, the, the one guy I'd really like to see the Reds set their sights on is the free agents, Barwin Gonzalez. He's not going to command a lot of money. And I was looking at his stats on baseball reference. He started multiple positions, multiple games at five different positions. And I think it would give David Bell a lot of flexibility to be able to bring in a guy that's uh, able to start games at shortstop, third base, first base, and then uh, left field, center field. And uh, he's been pretty productive offensively uh, the last several years, too. That's a guy I'd really like to see him set their sights on. I think his versatility is not to be denied, but I think he had a bad offensive year. I think he hit something like 240 or 245 uh, this past season in a very hitter-friendly ballpark, the one down in, uh, in Houston, Texas. Uh, Jim, you got his offensive number? 247. Yeah, I average. knew he didn't hit all. How many home runs he hit? He had 16 home runs and 68 RBIs in 145 games. So. Yeah, the Reds just wouldn't have to depend on him to be an everyday player, and he'd give, I think he'd give, yeah. give David Bell a lot of added That's a good name, I'll tell you, well, because he has tremendous versatility. Yeah, you want someone versatile, and, you know, they could certainly upgrade their bench. There's no question about that. that, that that's one of the areas they'd like to address as well. And he's Happy one of the uh, roughly 200 free agents still sitting out yeah. there right now looking to find a home. Uh, before the 2019 baseball season 
gets underway. We are pretty much out of time. When you're having fun, folks, time <laughs> flies. Uh, we appreciate those here who pose questions. We appreciate those who dialed us up on 1360, uh, where our show was aired tonight. Uh, it went by in a hurry, Jim. It's always a slice of heaven working with you, and you'll be here next week, and you'll have a special guest that is yet to be announced. To be determined. It's so big we can't announce it yet. Uh, you all have a great week. I uh, hope to see you back here next week. The Reds Hot Stove League right here on the Reds Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.